and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. It is Friday. It is, uh, we are right on the cusp of the big 4th of July weekend. The weather's not that great, but listen, you know what? It's always a great day at K's. That is exactly right. It's always a great day at K's. So stop down, lunch, drink, uh, dinner. Great specials. Look for them on Facebook. Stop in and see them right there uh, across from CVS at Case. It is, uh, as I said, it is Friday. I want to wish everyone a very, very happy 4th of July. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Again, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This, um, this situation that is uh, is going on. Now, there's a couple of stories, as a matter of fact. I do want to play. I mean, the big local story is, uh, and I mean in northern Rhode Island, is the fact of, of what happened with the, the home invasion. And that was uh, a wild situation that happened uh, early this morning. Police, let me uh, play. I believe that we have some sound with um, Channel 12 on this. And... Um, just a, a wild station. Two arrested in an armed home invasion. Search continues for third suspect. So I want to um, play Channel 12. I thought did a pretty decent package on it. Let me play a little bit of that um, right now. This is the uh, press briefing. And then I'm going to defer to the chief too for the activities that occurred in uh, Franklin, Mass. Chief votes. Uh, which uh, brought this to a resolution where we ended up having two subjects that were apprehended. So at about 2.30 this morning, uh, patrol officers responded to a report of a robbery in progress at a multifamily home on Blackstone Street here in Woonsocket. Uh, the responding officers later learned that inside that apartment was a 29- and a 21-year-old male resident who were asleep uh, when the door was kicked in and the apartment was entered by two individuals that were armed and they were robbed at gunpoint after they were duct taped. Uh, our responding officers responding to the call when they pulled up towards the front of the residence observed two suspects running from that residence up Blackstone Street. Officers engaged in a brief foot pursuit, but those individuals made it around the corner to a waiting vehicle that was uh, running with an operator in the vehicle, and they uh, jumped in the vehicle and began to flee uh, from the area. A second, or actually it would be a third responding with socket officer, came almost into a collision with them as they were leaving, which began the pursuit that went through the city of one socket uh, for some distance, crossed into the Massachusetts, uh, over the Massachusetts state line uh, to Massachusetts Street, as I believe is what it is, Massachusetts, Washington Street, into Massachusetts, where it ultimately crashed uh, in Franklin, Mass., uh, the individuals that were in that vehicle at the crash, and it was a substantial crash, the airbags were deployed, uh, they fled the vehicle uh, into the woods. Within a short period of time after the crash, uh, assisted by Franklin police responded, as well as numerous other units from Massachusetts and some uh, responding with socket units, one of the individuals surrendered himself to police and was ta- immediately taken into custody. That subject, the first one uh, that was apprehended, you have his information, is that Jerome Lopes, from Brockton, Mass. He was transported by rescue to be uh, examined, went to a landmark hospital back here in uh, Woonsocket, and then after being examined, was taken into custody uh, by Woonsocket Police, and he's currently here at the Woonsocket Police Station waiting to, uh, to be arraigned, uh, or waiting to be taken to court on, on charges regarding this incident. After uh, that had occurred, the perimeter uh, of that area where the crash was uh, was contained, by members of the Franklin Mass uh, Police Department, as well as numerous other surrounding police departments, as well as the local, uh, or I should say the Metro Regional, uh, I believe they call it Mass, uh, LEC, or Mass Water. And I'll let the chief uh, speak to that. After an extensive search, uh, they were there in the woods for hours uh, doing grid searches and getting some information from people in the, the neighborhood because there were some alerts that were put out. Uh, a second individual was found hiding in the woods, and he's identified as Joshua Gonzalez. 
Um, and he is currently, he was taken to a mass hospital for examination. I'll let the chief speak to that. And he's currently in the custody of uh, Franklin police. Uh, and uh, we're working with them to figure out how ex what extradition is going to be to bring him back here to Rhode Island and to Woonsocket to answer to the charges. So with that, I'll turn it over to uh, Chief Lynch. Thank you. As the chief explained, the, uh, the pursuit ended up in Franklin on our uh, Washington Street uh, 700 uh, area, uh, with the corner of uh, Washington Street, Shield Lane is where the accident occurred. The vehicle had a telephone pole. Um, two of the individuals, uh, after the first, had died. You know, voluntarily giving himself up, had uh, absconded themselves into the woods. So our officers ended up um, doing a, a perimeter and held it until the uh, Metropolitan Law Enforcement Council's Metro Star SWAT team could uh, could arrive. So about 60 of those officers ended up uh, coming in. We waited for daylight. Uh, we tightened up the perimeter, and um, eventually those uh, 911 reverse 911 calls that we made, both through our own system and the Mass Emergency Management Agency MEMA system to all cell phones in the area, um, we started getting calls from residents, especially on Sheila Lane, that they were seeing individuals moving around in the woods. It wasn't us. Uh, and then eventually the individual knocked on a door looking for uh, assistance. Um, so we tightened the perimeter and we were able to uh, uh, capture that individual. Um, the third suspect, we continue to look for several hours. We do not believe that that individual is in the area any longer. Um, but we're, we're working with Winsocket and other uh, members of the uh, uh, Metro ISU unit. Um, investigative services unit to try to uh, investigate see you know if we can uh, obtain further information on that person and hopefully um, you know capture them at some point in time so folks again that was um, huge news obviously good afternoon everybody what an uh, incredible news story uh, going on. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and on 99.9 FM. You know, and I want to just right now at 113 remind people that, listen, it is, um, it is not easy being any type of police officer. And who knows, look at the stuff that just pops up out of nowhere. And suddenly you're dealing with home invasion and... And it, it's really disgraceful the way that, I mean, is that what, is this going to be another summer of, of this type of thing? And, and folks, the, where we have to be cautious is the, the elements of, if you've been following the news, it's, it has not been easy for law enforcement to find the type of staffing that, that they need. A lot of people are not, you know, enlisting. There was a time that I knew different guys that were trying to get on to the Rhode Island State Police and they they couldn't get on. You know, it was very difficult. A lot of times in the past, trying to become a police officer was, you know, a lot of times, especially state police, you had to be like politically connected. And then certain other police agencies, um, very competitive. But what's going to happen if we continue down this path with all of this, this, uh, this, this whole abolish the police, defund the police, and then the way the media blows it all out of proportion? And they have on this. Now, folks, right now at 114 on this Friday before the big 4th of July weekend, um, I do want to remind you. That if you've thought about getting central air, now is a great time to do it by calling JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's JKL. Give them a call today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Central air for your home is more affordable than you think or maybe perhaps your home or business, you just need to have your cooling system tuned up. Call J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering, they do it right. They do it right the first time. 54 years in business, technical expertise, and as I've said, License in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. Well, folks, again, I, um, if you haven't seen it, 
you can see some of the video. Uh, I have it posted. The body cam footage of the Providence police in action. That was from Tuesday night. And then as a result of uh, people that were fighting back and forth and refusing to listen to the police, people were standing outside with some with very young children. And then they're claiming that the very young children were pepper sprayed. So as a result of that, there is this big upheaval against the Providence Police Department. And um, and I think it's I, I know. Listen, I think it's disgraceful. I think it's I know it's wrong. It is wrong. And th- th- there needs to be some sense of accountability. If, if you look at the video, th- there is no one. Uh, you have one house. Where people are seemingly, you know, they're just out in front of the house. And I know, you know, some people are saying they're just minding their own business and all this other stuff. But I, I don't think that's, that. to me, that's really not accurate. They were, you know, they were out in front of their house and they were, they were looking for, they were looking for a fight. They were looking for trouble. Um, they had no interest in following what the... What the law enforcement was saying. Police were there. They called. What are they supposed to do? They're trying to break things up. Uh, people won't won't listen. People won't. Uh, in just complete disrespect for exactly what was was taking place. And and it. But the problem is, you know, some of the individuals that continue to instruct people especially young people you know don't listen to the police and blank the police and all this other stuff they're you know they were all upset about some of these quotes that the police were saying i don't want to hear it they're all animals and you know uh we're going to start a riot says one officer you want to write them up write them up um Who's the primary person we can speak to that's somewhat civilized? They, they, they're trying to get to, is there somebody here that we can try to cool down the situation? And, but you, 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 don't, you don't have any of that. There's no level-headedness. There's no one saying, uh, all right, you know, we were fighting, but now the police are here. If people are taught not to respect the police and you're teaching kids to do that, so it doesn't matter whether it's a law enforcement person or whether it's their parents, they're not listening to anybody. They're absolutely not listening to anybody. So, I mean, I think it's an app. I, I really do. And the, the and these, the people that are pushing for this, this is ridiculous. All the areas that have told police to curb back in their policing, what has happened around the country? Crime has spiked. All right, now on this Friday, let me see if I can get a hold of my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, it's a rainy day. You might as well do some shopping today and tomorrow. There's going to be no uh, beach today. I don't think there's going to be any beach tomorrow. Good day to uh, get some things done. Folks, joining us on the line right now is the Queen of Health, 1099 Mender Road in Cumberland. It's our friend Marie. Marie, it's John DePietro. Good afternoon, and I want to wish you a very happy 4th of July weekend. Happy 4th of July. There is no, uh, most people are not going down to the beach area, Marie. Instead, what a great day that people could take a ride and visit you at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Absolutely. They could get some nice tea. They can make iced tea when the uh, when the rain stops. That is exactly right. Now, Marie, also, one thing the pandemic has done is it definitely has some people, most people thinking they want to live healthier, be healthier, and that's what your store is all about. It's my health. Exactly. We want people to be adamant that it's my health, so need to take care of it. We're the only ones who can do that. That's right. Now, what about children's vitamins? 
Yep, we have children's vitamins as well. We have multivitamins. We have vitamin D. We have calcium. We have you know a variety. We even have probiotics and enzymes for for the kids as well. Now, this time of year, a lot of people, they may be a little sore from either doing some gardening or maybe from the golf course, the tennis courts. Do you have any type of hemp and CBD products that you could recommend? Oh, absolutely. Topical and uh, taken orally. CBD can be really helpful for pain. If it's just muscle pain from working out a little too much, doing a little too much in the yard or down at the beach, you know, playing too much volleyball, then some Arnica may be the thing to do. And that's topical or internal as well. And also, Marie, did you, did, weren't you, did you mention that they also offer that for, for pets as well? CBD, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. And what? Yep, we have lots of dogs taking taking CBD. Dogs who, you know, can't walk. You know, their joint pain and, and such. And once they started taking the CBD, they're back to going for walks again. That is fantastic, folks. It's it's Marie. It's, it's my health. Ten ninety nine Mended Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's a rainy day. Well, actually, the rain has stopped. Why not take a ride over? Maria's open today. Maria's open tomorrow, and you could also find out about reflexology. And you know, Marie, why not? Maybe somebody could take advantage. They're going to be on vacation the month of July. Why not start off with a nice massage? Oh yeah, absolutely. Come and uh, come and get some services and really relax. Folks, nice way to start a vacation. What are your hours for today and what are your hours for tomorrow? We'll be here till 5.30 today and tomorrow we'll be here 9 to 4. Folks, she is the queen of health. It's Marie. It's my health. 1099 Mendon Road in Cumberland. Marie, keep up the good work. Happy 4th of July. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. You as well. All right, folks. There it is. She really is uh, terrific. And I'd like... The reason, if you're listing right now, and right now it's 123, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You have a chance to shop local. You have a, uh, an opportunity. Her service is great. She also has uh, terrific essential oils, body oils, soaps, natural skincare products. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. So a very eventful news day. Now, right now at 123, if you're wondering about the uh, police action that happened in Winsocket earlier. Uh, I'm going to play some of that sound. It was very, very dramatic. Winsocket police on the case. Very challenging situation. Uh, what they were dealing with. Two arrested armed home invasion. Home invasions are, you know, brutal. A lot of times the people feel that the individuals won't have security cameras. I want to again play, though, Chief uh, Tom Oates. Uh, when Chief of uh, Woonsocket, he did uh, address this. They were still looking for a third suspect. Let me dip in a little bit, folks. This was earlier. Chief uh, Tom Oates, the chief of police that occurred in, uh, in Woonsocket. Mass, uh, which uh, brought this to a resolution where we ended up having two subjects that were apprehended. So at about 2.30 this morning, uh, patrol officers responded to a report of a robbery in progress at a multifamily home on Blackstone Street here in Woonsocket. Uh, the responding officers later learned that inside that apartment was a 29 and a 21 year old male resident who were asleep uh, when the door was kicked in and the apartment was entered by two individuals that were armed and they were robbed at gunpoint after they were duct taped. Wow. Uh, our responding officers responding to the call when they pulled up towards the front of the resident observed two suspects running from that residence up Blackstone Street. Officers engaged in a brief foot pursuit, but those individuals made it around the corner to a waiting vehicle that was uh, running with an operator in the vehicle, and they uh, jumped in the vehicle and began to flee uh, from the area. A second, or actually it would be a third responding socket officer, came almost into a collision with them as they were leaving, which began the pursuit that went through the city of Woonsocket uh, for some distance, crossed into the Massachusetts uh, over the Massachusetts state line uh, to Massachusetts Street, as I believe is what it is, is it Massachusetts, Washington Street, into Massachusetts, where it ultimately crashed uh, in Franklin, Mass. Uh, the individuals that were in that vehicle at the crash, and it was a substantial crash, airbags were deployed, uh, they fled the vehicle uh, into the woods. Within a short period of time after the crash, uh, assisted by Franklin police responded, as well as numerous other units from Massachusetts and some uh, responding with socket units, one of the individuals surrendered himself to police 
and was immediately taken into custody. That subject, the first one uh, that was apprehended, you have his information, is that Jerome Lopes from Brockton, Mass. He was transported by rescue to be uh, examined, went to a landmark hospital back here in one socket, and then after being examined, was taken into custody uh, by one socket police, and he's currently here at the Woonsocket police station, waiting to uh, to be arraigned uh, or waiting to be taken to court on on charges regarding this incident. After uh, that had occurred, the perimeter uh, of that area where the crash was uh, was contained by members of the Franklin Mass uh, Police Department, as well as numerous other surrounding police departments, as well as the local, uh, or I should say the Metro Regional, uh, I believe they call it Mass, uh, LEC, or Mass what? And I'll let the chief uh, speak to that. After an extensive search, uh, they were there in the woods for hours uh, doing grid searches and getting some information from people in the, the neighborhood because there were some alerts that were put out. Uh, a second individual was found hiding in the woods, and he's identified as Joshua Gonzalez. Um, and he is currently, he was taken to a mass hospital for examination. I'll let the chief speak to that. And he's currently in the custody of uh, Franklin police uh, and uh, we're working with them to figure out how ex what extradition is going to be to bring him back here to Rhode Island and to Woonsocket to answer to the charges so with that I'll turn it over to Wow great job by um, very very good job by uh, by Chief Tom Oates uh, he's a very very good chief he was a very good uh, Providence police officer and um, just continuing so a lot of action great job by Woonsocket Police. Folks, we have to support the police. You have to back the blue. I also want to play, um, here's the Channel 12 story, I think, on the press conference that was uh, earlier this morning. provided an update on their investigation. 12 News reporter, Brittany Schaefer, was at the press conference. She joins us live now from the Providence Public Safety Complex with the details. Well, Patrick, Mayor Jorge Alorza says this is a full and open investigation that is still ongoing. He says in the video he saw two things. He saw officers acting professionally and de-escalating the situation, but he also saw incidents of some officers using inappropriate language and actually escalating the incident. Providence police responding to this neighborhood dispute for three hours Tuesday. Uh. The incident believed to have stemmed from a feud between three households where a seven-year-old child was threatened. Body camera footage shows police were initially able to calm things down. But this cell phone video shows a different scene. Shouting, arrest being made, and pepper spray all with young children nearby. At one point, every car, every patrol car, an unmarked unit that was free was at the scene. Chief Colonel Hugh Clemens says over 35 officers responded. He says police have responded to these residences 42 times in the last 18 months. Cell phone video shows a man in the middle of Sale Street, then a group of seven officers step in. Seconds later, a brawl between residents and police. That individual was the agitator and was involved in a physical confrontation. That's when they moved to grab him away from the crowd. Five people were arrested in the incident and charged with disorderly conduct, assaulting a police officer, and resisting arrest. But people who live in the neighborhood want disciplinary action for officers. They say used excessive force and pepper sprayed children. Public Safety Commissioner Stephen Perry says the pepper spray was used to create distance and appears to be in policy, but he says language by officers was inappropriate. There'll be responsibility and accountability for that. That's not what we're about. But un understanding that in the heat of the moment, there's no excuse to use that kind of language. And Mayor Jorge Alorza says the department will be releasing more body camera footage as soon as possible, likely next week. For now, live in Providence, I'm Brittany Schaefer, 12 News. Folks, I want you to understand, again, good afternoon, everybody, at 1.30. Uh, as someone that I attended that, I've seen the footage. The footage is on petro.com Police did nothing wrong. I think it should be highlighted called 42 times to this house they would not follow commands no one would behave um the whole thing was just disgraceful as far as the language listen people weren't listening they were running into the street and one of the police officers basically said like you know do you want some more of this 
So, all right. So, maybe not the smartest thing to say, but again, I, I've heard, I've heard much, much, much worse. Um, let me go to some other sound though. Um, and again, folks, I hope everyone enjoys their Fourth of July weekend. The the uh, oh my goodness, grieving firefighter pulls his own child's body from rubble of Florida condo collapse. You know that whole story, and and the way that they're trying to milk it that it has to do with climate change is uh, is just ludicrous. We play a little Megan McCain. I'm not a fan of hers. Let's see what's next for her. That she's uh, announced she's going to be leaving the View. Grateful to have had this opportunity here. So seriously, thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. And I will still be here another month. So if you guys want to fight a little bit more, we got four more weeks. Uh, not a fan. Speaker Nancy Pelosi dodges about Elon Omar anti-Semitic remarks and will not address them. Elon Omar continues to blame Jewish lawmakers for uh, problems. Let's hear a little bit of the, the speaker document. Um, earlier this week, uh, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar was on our Wednesday with this, and I'll answer that. Uh, she left and didn't want to talk about it. Then you have the mayor of Chicago. Folks, do you realize with all the violence in Chicago, Chicago has some of the, the toughest gun laws, some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot, lightweight, 99% of my critics are sexist and racist. Your reaction to criticism, uh, Tribune editorial used the term irascible. Um, how much of this do you think might have to do with the fact that you're a woman, and particularly, specifically a black woman? About 99% of it. Expand on that. Uh, I mean, look, look at my predecessors. Um, did, did people say that Rich Daly um, held, uh, you know, uh, uh, tea sessions uh, with people that he didn't disagree on? Uh, Ron Emanuel was a polite um, guy who was a, a uniter? No. Women and people of color are always held to a different standard. I understand that. I've known that my whole life. And the Tribune or whoever can write what they want. What I'm doing is fighting for the residents of the city. I'm an advocate. I'm going to continue fighting. Um, obviously, we need to be focused on uniting people as much as we can. But I, I was elected and ran on disrupting the status quo. And when you disrupt the status quo, you are going to make um, people uncomfortable. You are going to have people criticize you. But I know where my North Star is. I know the things that we need to be working on. Can I do things differently and better? Of course. Life is a, uh, a lifelong learning um, experience, I hope, for me and for others. But I uh, absolutely understand that the critics, some of them who are out there, are criticizing me because they don't like to see a woman assume power and, and forge ahead on an agenda that is about disrupting the status quo. Um, and look, I also say, with the Tribune, consider the source. This criticism comes just about a month or so after I made a pointed decision at my two-year anniversary that I was only going to give interviews uh, for that two-year anniversary to journalists of color. And it was like the sky was falling on the part of some of the folks that are embodiments of the status quo, including uh, some of the media folks. But look around. Look at that Tribune editorial board. Look at the editorial boards of most of the uh, big media companies here in the city. They do not reflect our diversity. And many of the people on those boards don't even live in Chicago. So I'm sorry if I offend people. You know, no, again, no accountability. I'm a victim. Anyone that is criticizing me is in the wrong. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Right now it's 135 on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Now, folks, we have the video there if you want to get a hold of me there. We also, um, someone was asking me about uh, if you want to reach me or if you want to, hey, if you want to learn about or would like to find out about advertising on the program, uh, could certainly uh, send a message there. Someone asked me, um, uh, let's
let's see. Where's the email from Lori? John, can you play uh, the, the song about Sheldon Whitehouse to Garth Brooks? Yes, as a matter of fact. I think we could. We'll play that like a dedication. Starts off with the sound of the interview he did. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? to give long tradition in Rhode Island. Folks, good afternoon at 137. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always uh, listen online at the website, which is depetro.com. And um, I want to once again remind you, listen, if uh, right now at 138, let's just say that you have a problem with one of your appliances, pick up the phone. And call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a your washing machine or your dryer or a dishwasher or stove or oven. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember, senior citizens' discounts are available, Saturday appointments are available, and also all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Maybe during the pandemic, something started to not work, and then you just didn't get it fixed for whatever reason. Now is the time. Give them a call. Now, Ryan has fixed Several things in my um, in my home appliances, several appliances that have not, uh, you know, suddenly they're just they're not working properly. And I've dealt with people who say, um, you know, I remember I called a friend of mine and said that. Oh, you, you, you probably need a new dryer. You know, they only last so long. Well, instead. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Ryan uh, came out, was able to fix it right away. Folks, remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call him. Listen, get it repaired. He has been in so many different homes. They'll uh, get it fixed for you and you paid good money for it so you might as well have it working properly ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 now i would like to try to help keep you and your family as safe as possible and one of the ways that you can do that is if you visit the website depetro.com you can learn about surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston where they have tactical gear body armor ammo 
pepper spray, food storage, surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston. Another way that you can protect yourself is at competition shooting supplies. And I want to see if we can, uh, let's see if we can reach our friend John Francis before he heads out on vacation. He is going to be uh, going to, John goes to Ohio to be part of uh, some shooting competition. He is the real deal in uh uh, folks, join us on the line right now. Before he's getting set to head off to Ohio is our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well. John, you're ready for uh, your big trip. You're going to be off for a little while. and uh, but uh, you... Yeah, just got a little packing left to do, and uh, we're going to hit the road. All right, good. But in the meantime, you are open today. You are open tomorrow. And Correct. give us a little uh, rundown on some of the inventory. Uh, okay, uh, so I did get some more ammo in to include some 9mm. So I do have some 9mm range ammo for sale. I don't. Ha- I didn't get a lot, but there is a two-box limit uh, per person till it's gone. I have some 223. I've got some 556. Uh, and I just uh, managed to get an order in. Uh, I, got, uh, I should have a fair amount of 12-gauge buckshot defense rounds coming, hopefully, by the end of next week. Um, pretty well stocked on AR-15 type rifles. Uh, just got in a Mini-14 uh, Ruger tactical uh, rifle. That's the same caliber as the AR-223 and 5.56. Wow. And we've got a really good assortment of Glocks and uh, some other uh, defense pistols and 9mm. I, and I still have uh, uh, an okay selection of some uh, revolvers as well. Whoa. Now tell us a little bit about what what type of uh, weapons are you going to be shooting when you're in Ohio? So um, what I do is NRA bullseye precision uh, shooting. So that's a one-handed target style. Wow. Um, So I use a, a, uh, for a 22 pistol, uh, I use a Hamily Model 208S that's made in Switzerland. Uh, has a two-stage adjustable trigger. It's got an optic mount, uh, like a red dot optic that's mounted on that. Um, and then for my uh, centerfire and 45 pistol, I have a custom Les Bear 1911. Uh, so, and I hand load the rounds and I tune it to the gun itself. And then I have a Smith & Wesson uh, 38 special tar- six-inch target revolver, a Model 14. And we use that uh, for the uh, revolver matches. Folks, is he amazing? Not only does he run competition shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, but when he goes on vacation, he goes and shoots guns. I think it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I use it. I, I, it's it's kind of like a business slash vacation trip because uh, when it's available, I do end up buying inventory for the store as well. Great. Now, John Francis, uh, what are your hours for today and tomorrow, and what about the time while you're going to be away? Uh, so today I'm here until uh, 10 to 6. Uh, tomorrow we're here 9 to 4.30. I'll be leaving tomorrow around noontime. Uh, I have my only niece's wedding to attend to in the afternoon. and uh, So after that, next week we will, we will be open our normal hours. Uh, one of my good friends is going to be covering the shop for me next week. Uh, so Tuesday through Thursday, 10 to 5, Friday, 10 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 4.30. After July 10th, the store will be closed until I return on the 21st. All right. John Francis, listen, you enjoy your time off, get some rest, have a good vacation, and we'll talk to you when you come back on the 21st. Awesome. Thanks, John. All right, folks. There he is, our friend John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in and see him. He's open today. He's open tomorrow, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. So, folks, good afternoon. Right now it's uh, 145. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So there's a, a, a very small protest going on right now outside of the uh, Providence Public Safety Complex um, we'll see what's going to happen with the rain. Supposedly, there's going to be one tomorrow night. Uh, but it's, um, I, you know, I just, if, the, if it's bad weather, mm, a lot of times they either reschedule or it's like a very, very small turnout. But right now, someone just sent me a photo. Uh, let me count how many people that I see. Uh, one, two, let's see. One, One, two, three, four, five, six, 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I'd say about maybe 17 to 18 people. So, all right, not terrible. But I see our friend, uh, Brother Gary. I believe he's there. He is. So they're having something. And there's... um. A number of the others, it's it's being organized by, again, there's different factions of it, Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter Rhode Island. Earlier today, I mentioned that there was a press conference at the uh, Providence Public Safety Complex, and they addressed the issue, the situation regarding uh, the various people, the criticism for some of the pepper spray. I played the Channel 12 uh, piece. Let me play the Brian Crandall piece. I like Brian Crandall of Channel 10. He's a good reporter. Um, and let me just hear his piece. Again, I I think it was a tough situation. No one was really harmed, but uh, let's hear. Thank you for, thank oh, you right. for joining. Actually, uh, the mayor will speak uh, regarding the incident that's, um, on Tuesday night on sales. This is and the colonel of the Providence Police will speak. That's uh, Stephen Perry. Here we go. Let's hear a little bit, folks. This is uh, Chief Hugh Clemens. Three hours. There were several attempts during the course of that time to de-escalate, to defuse, and we spent a lot of time there. At one point, every car, every patrol car, and unmarked unit that was free was at the scene. All oh. to the scene. So I'll, I'll try as best I can to run through a timeline. I wasn't going to do this, but I think to put it in its true context, I will as quick as I can. So at 6.06 p.m., there's a call, complainant calls and says, uh, the police need to get to Sale Street, it's out of control. One minute later, uh, there's another call, then there's a third call, and the second call is about a woman who claims a large group of people are trying to engage her seven-year-old daughter into a physical altercation. Uh, One car is dispatched to the scene. So prior to that, the hydrants were open. It was a very hot, humid night. Tensions were high. There were some disputes ongoing between two houses on Sale Street, 260 and 264. They had already uh, been in verbal disagreement. And then at some point, someone had threatened a seven-year-old child. And some adults got involved in that threat. And the parents and adults of that child got involved. Oh. That's what the initial responding officer Threatening a seven-year-old. dealing with. He responds to the scene and does a very good job uh, alone. There's approximately 50 people in the surrounding area. Oh. He comes over Channel 4 and he immediately calls for uh, the Providence Water Supply and Providence Fire Department to shut off the hydrant. And he diffuses and calms down the situation as best he can. Uh, that's at about 6.30, 6.40 p.m. At about 7 o'clock, uh, Sergeant Paola informs dispatch that cars are clearing and the situation, because other cars have responded, the situation is in hand. So one hour later, the situation appeared to be in hand. Just two districts of patrol cars on the scene. About a half hour later, we're called again to respond to 264 sales. Uh, and at that point, uh, the sergeant responds as well, and he says we may need more cars to the scene. Uh, one of the officers who responds on scene comes over the radio and indicates there are several people fighting in the street, of which he attempts to break up those fights and uh, move people back to their respective houses and separate them because they were angry. There was a lot of agitation. There was a lot of tension between the two houses. You can see on the videos we put out so far, there were several attempts to get them back to their respective houses. Uh, At such point, there was uh, one of the females from one of the houses walked in the middle of the street and walked towards the other house and threw a bottle to incite. Good Lord. And then that enraged... Uh, a younger female from 264, I believe it was, was uh, who was upset because her mother was jumped. The first group had called in several oh, other people, and they jumped her mother. Oh, I thought her mother and was she drunk. she was hearing that story, 
just around the same time that this woman from that other house came in the middle of the street, threw a bottle up in the, huh. up in the air and smashed the bottle. That young female ran to that house, officers quickly, and you may have seen this in a video, responded over there just to defuse that situation. They grabbed her. That was going to be a bad situation. Her. She was placed under arrest. That's why she ran towards that house, because her mother had been jumped. And then the family had incited by throwing the bottle. Captain responds to the scene. Uh, it, it, at some point, we moved in to make a couple more arrests. Someone's emergency button went off. And the dispatcher at 8 o'clock hits the tone, every car in the city to respond. So two hours later, every car in the city is responding to the scene. One of the officers you may have seen lost his body one camera. And then while there were several officers on scene, he moved over to retrieve his body-worn camera. And someone was standing on top of his body-worn camera. He pushed that person to retrieve his body-worn camera, got his camera back. Again, there's several, uh, few, uh, several attempts for each group to get at each other, both verbally. There may have been some communication by social media. We'll meet you in the backyard to fight. Uh, which our officers had learned of. So we had quite a bit going on in a chaotic scene with fights or at least uh, verbal disputes going back and forth to incite fights and also one in the backyard. Now, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You know what I feel uh, terrible, but that is Providence Police Chief Hugh Clements. Now, right now, it's, it's like I said, it's Friday afternoon. Um, it is July 2nd. We're getting ready for the big 4th of July weekend. What, what is so unfortunate here is this incident happened and all eyes go on to the police department because of people claiming that children were pepper sprayed. No, children were with children were with their parents who had them outside. Who then got in the middle of that ruckus. So this whole business of. There's why would you have young children out there like that? And why wouldn't they be in the house? And but this whole thing now, Providence police have to stop everything they're doing and break down body cam footage of a, a, gr- a house that is completely out of control. You know, someone made a very good point to me. Um, he said, I wonder what it would cost Providence to respond to the same location 42 times. I'm being, but I, would it be cheaper to rent a house and ask a family to move to a new neighborhood? You know, when you think about it, if they've had to go on, go 42 times, 42 times to the same location. Uh, what is the cost of something like that? And I asked Mayor Lorza today, "What you want to talk about accountability with the police. They're putting this out there. As a matter of fact, the, the name of a protest, and I mentioned there's a very small protest that's going on right now. And the name of it is, and this is so irresponsible, that they put out, and that is that they're, they're attacking our babies now. Now, see, that is a false, completely, we've had enough. And now they're coming for our babies. Enough is enough. Stop police brutality. That, that is absolutely moronic that they're trying to push that narrative. Where is, and how come no one wants to hold the people Stop the war on black and brown people. I mean, the whole thing. They're coming for our babies now. There's nothing about the complete lawlessness by the individuals at that address and how that should be called into question. So everything goes on to the police. Now, folks, there's a lot of rain out there. Whenever we get heavy rain like this, what happens? People forget how to drive. Let's remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 
401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Nicole Kenny, they'll repair your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. If you're listing right now at almost 156 on this Friday, and you were, in fact, in an accident, or maybe a family member or a friend or someone you work with, Folks, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. They will repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Now, again, folks... um, I want to wish everyone a very, very happy uh, 4th of July. Um, We are certainly, I think, better off than we were a year ago during COVID. Just looking at some some numbers. Cosby planning a comedy tour. Wouldn't that be interesting? Um, How about there's a woman will soon live past, human will soon live past 130 years old. (laughs) Now, something to watch. Hurricane Elsa that's threatening the Caribbean. This is something to watch for next week. Also, Boy Scouts reach $850 million settlement with tens of thousands of sex abuse victims. It's terrible. Um, that That's interesting. 130 years old. But anyhow, they, they also, the, um, the situation in Florida just remains really, uh, well, really terrible with how many uh, people that they continue to try to save the amount of death that is involved. Um, the situation in Florida is uh, is really terrible. But I want to wish everyone a very happy 4th of July. And just a couple of reminders. Visit the website, depetro.com. Sometimes people send me emails of, have you seen this video? When I say, uh, yeah, I have it on the website, petro.com. Sometimes people send me my own videos, as a matter of fact. But make sure you um, check out the website. And then just a couple of reminders. I mentioned if you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body. Do you need to get your driveway paved? You do? Well, call J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Now, if you were in an accident, you are entitled to be compensated But only if you call Jack Calvino. Remember what we say. Fight back. Call Jack. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Or online. Fightbackcalljack.com. Fightbackcalljack.com. 50 years personal experience. 100 years total combined with his office. Remember what we say. Fightbackcalljack.com. So, folks, big local news. Obviously, a lot of local news between the AG yesterday indicting the Pawtucket cop, the situation in Providence, which I think is overblown. I think it's overblown. And there are people once again ginning up problems for the police. And then the uh, what happened with the home invasion in Woonsocket that led to the police chase. So great job by the uh, Woonsocket PD. Listen, it's Sean DePietro. As always, folks, I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. I want to thank all of you for listening. Please visit the website if you want to get a hold of me, topetro.com. I hope everyone has a happy and safe 4th of July weekend. The weather's not going to be great, but we still celebrate. Lucky to be in the country. Freedom of speech, greatest country on earth. We salute the flag. We back the blue. We defend the police. And we are very proud of our uh, of our country and our heritage. Listen, enjoy this Friday afternoon. Stay tuned. WNRI Winsocket.